the Republic of Malawi, Southeast Africa. A relatively thin strip of land nestled between Zambia, Tanzania, Mozambique, and the third largest body of water on the continent, Lake Malawi. By the way, this lake has the greatest number of fish species of any freshwater system on the planet. Independent since 1963, chief exports, tobacco, and tea. Prominent languages, English and Chichewa. Malawi is among the least developed countries in the world. And yet, the joy and the warmth of the people here win you over. It's why this nation is known as the warm heart of Africa. And it's why my guest today, Dr. Deepa Pulanikaltil, founded an organization called Abundance Worldwide because she's lived here for a while, because the people here love her and she loves them in return. Now she's helping to bring new opportunities for education, employment, agriculture, and healthcare, striving for and believing always in a vision for Malawi where they have what they need and they have it in abundance. This is where adventure meets purpose, where we get to know those who live life beyond status quo. My name is Adam Asher, and this is the Edge of Adventure podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. This is the Edge of Adventure. My name is Adam Asher. Great to have you with us. It's always great to have you with us as we travel around the world and we talk to people who live adventurous lives, lives of purpose, people who have decided along the way to serve something bigger than themselves. And my guest today joins us from Africa. I'm going to let her introduce herself and tell us all about this organization. And we're going to learn about Abundance Worldwide. She's joining us from this organization. And her name is Dr. Deepa Pulani-Kartil. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Abundance Worldwide. You're focused on what, Deepa? So uh, Abundance is a nonprofit organization that I co-founded with some friends in 2016 in Malawi. So we believe that there is abundance in the world. If you just look around nature, and even if you just look at a tree, uh, it is abundant. It provides a lot of uh, services to humanity. So um, we felt that despite abundance being naturally available in the world, there are pockets of lack. And that's where we want to go and, and spread abundance and help out those communities to also experience abundance. So it's a small organization, voluntarily run, and uh, we, we have set it up in Malawi in 2016. This is The Edge of Adventure, and we're talking abundance worldwide. And my guest today is Dr. Deepa Pulani-Kartil. And she's the co-founder of Abundance Worldwide. You'll be able to find them at AbundanceWorldwide.org. And we're going to get to know them today and get to know Deepa's heart as well. But let's establish 
where you are right now. You're joining us from Eswatini, right? Yes, yes. Eswatini in Southern Africa. It was formerly called Swaziland. So that's where I am. But previously, I was in Malawi for five years. And uh, so when, when I left Malawi and moved to Eswatini, um, I had this urge, a desire to go back and, and start Abundance. Why? Where did this get its start, Deepa, in your heart? As I mentioned, I was living in Malawi for five years and I was working for an NGO called LEAD, Leadership for Environment and Development. And as part of my work, I was working and supporting communities to adapt to climate change uh, and do environmental management. And um, when we were winding up from Malawi and moving to Eswatini, the communities that I worked with invited me to their village and gave me a farewell party. And it was uh, so huge. There were about 250 people and they had prepared this big feast for us. They had invited my family as well. And uh, they gifted me a lot of things that they produce, rice and sugar cane and, and a fabric, the traditional fabric of Malawi. And I was just very touched with their generosity because as part of my work, I had done a research on the same community uh, just two years ago, um, found that the community was experiencing drought and they were surviving on one meal a day for several weeks, if not months. So I was just very touched that this community that has experienced so much hardship uh, was giving me such a, a generous farewell to somebody who's leaving the country. They're not expecting anything from me. And yet they were so generous. So that really haunted me when I left and, and moved to Eswatini. So then I thought, you know, surely if such a community can be so generous, I can surely do something and give back to the community. So that's what prompted me. And I shared this um, desire with my friends. And so uh, two other friends flew into Malawi and the three of us uh, started Abundance. This is The Edge of Adventure, and we are talking abundance worldwide with my guest today, Dr. Deepa Pulani-Kartil. Deepa, let's first be sure we understand all that this organization is focused on. I know that you at Abundance Worldwide, it's an integrated approach and you look to take care of a few different key needs for the people and the communities. Tell me about those. Yes. So having worked in the NGO uh, field for, for some years, what I realized is that development uh, is complex and community needs are complex and interrelated. So, you know, agriculture impacts water and the other way around and education impacts a whole lot of other things. And then the availability of natural resources affects health and all of these are so interlinked. So um, addressing only one issue or only looking at one sector at a time, what we call the silo approach, doesn't really work or is not very impactful for communities. So we wanted to take a different approach. We want the communities to be in the center and then all the developmental interventions will be what the community wants and it is not limited to one sector or one field. Uh, so therefore it is integrating across several sectors. 
And that is what is an integrated development. And when you take that kind of approach, you are able to meet multiple needs of the community and thereby making more deep and lasting impact. You talked about the integrated approach. You talked about the fact that you don't want to deal in, in silos. You don't want to deal with only focusing on this need or that need. They're all interrelated. But what are some of the key needs? What are some of these needs that you have connected and as Abundance Worldwide helps these communities? What are some of the projects that you guys undertake? So the, some of the projects that we do, it, again, it is driven by the community. So the community demands um, us to address some of their needs. And that is how we bring about the interventions. So the first activity that we did when we started uh, Abundance in Malawi was to provide fuel efficient stoves to the community. So what we did was we adopted a village. Uh, it's Imbando village in Machinga district in Southern Malawi. So that village had 95 households at that time. So we bought uh, 95 fuel efficient stoves and distributed it to the community just to ease their lives a little bit because women uh, walk far distances to collect firewood. They spend hours using a three stone stove is not an efficient uh, way of cooking. There's a lot of energy that's lost. So um, using a fuel efficient stove immediately eases their burden, they use less firewood. So that was one of our first interventions. And then the community wanted a bicycle ambulance because the clinic from the village, it's about three kilometers distance. And if there are people who are unable to ride a bicycle, say pregnant women or elderly uh, who are sick, they can be taken in, a, in the bicycle ambulance. So the bicycle ambulance has a stretcher attached to the bicycle so the patient can lie down and travel. So um, that was another intervention. And then um, the community kept asking us to provide them with training. So our um, we fundraised and we trained two youth in the community, one on carpentry and one on um, tailoring, uh, sewing. And we provided them with the kits, the equipment, so that they can start their businesses after the training. And then they, we, we kept getting um, requests for more training. We, we thought that, you know, a lot of information is available on the Internet. If only this community could have access to, to the Internet, educational resources, they could actually do a lot of self-learning. But unfortunately, there was no electricity and also no connection to Internet or Wi-Fi in that village. And therefore, we set up a offline, off-grid e-learning center at a secondary school uh, in the village. And so it is completely powered by solar power. And there is an, a server which has 500 gigabytes of training materials. And also we provided eight laptops and 150 key pods, which means uh, the laptops can be shared with 150 users. And with those educational materials, people are able to train themselves and learn a lot and share knowledge. So that was one intervention. Then in addition to that, we've also done a project where we tried to completely replace firewood for cooking by using a locally available organic waste, such as rice husks and cow dung, and generate biosyngas and biogas and, and use that for cooking. 
Then in addition, we set up a, a small library, we planted trees, uh, we provided sports kits to the youth, um, and we're supporting the youth to set up a small income generation project where they make a, a football field and generate income through ticketed matches. And then we're also supporting a women's group to set up a rice mill to generate income for themselves. So it's, it's a mix of different things. Thanks for listening to The Edge of Adventure. My conversation with Dr. Deepa Pulanikaltil will continue in just a moment. But first, The Edge of Adventure podcast was honored recently at the W3 Awards, and we received the Gold Award in the podcast documentary category. As you might suspect from their name, the W3 Awards celebrate the best in digital media. And this year, they chose to recognize The Edge of Adventure And this is thanks to the hard work of the EDGE team, of course, and also it's thanks to you because you listen so consistently, because you share the podcast with your friends and family, and because you are reaching out to these amazing organizations that we feature to encourage them. So I am, yeah, of course, very proud today to share this bit of good news with you because it is something that we are doing together. You are a part of this, and I'm grateful. Okay, so this new award is now the third bit of recognition this year, and it's, of course, all very encouraging, and it shows that there's momentum and excitement about what we're doing, and what are we doing? We're celebrating the service, the sacrifice, the vision, and the determination of the world's most unsung heroes, those who are giving their lives to show love to those who desperately need to know that it exists. Now back to my conversation with Dr. Deepa Pulanikaltil and Abundance Worldwide as we discuss the work they're doing in the warm heart of Africa, Malawi, right here on The Edge of Adventure. This is The Edge of Adventure. We're talking about an organization today called Abundance Worldwide an organization that works in Malawi. One of the co-founders is with us today, Dr. Deepa Pulanikaltil. You moved, of course, as we've established to the country of Eswatini, where you currently reside, and yet your heart is still there in Malawi. What is it about Malawi that has your heart? As I mentioned, I was very touched by the generosity of the people. They don't have much but they were so generous and giving to us. Uh, Malawi is also known as the warm heart of Africa. The people are just very endearing. And so I I don't know, I I just felt a a connection. It's hard to describe, it's hard to explain, but I think I feel that with almost the whole of Africa. Uh, And I've traveled quite a bit in Africa and I've lived in different countries in Africa. Uh, But Malawi is is very special, and I'm glad that we could do something there. And I'm also just very lucky to have stumbled across and met wonderful people in Malawi who were willing to have that volunteering spirit to come and contribute their time and effort to abundance. So I think it was just good luck and uh, good intention. How do you stay in touch with your team in Malawi? I can imagine you're probably using technology to some degree. 
Yes, yes. So at the village, we have uh, Moses Pulusa. He's our community coordinator. We've provided him with smartphone and we give him a little bit of airtime for communicating with us. And he's a fast learner. He's a rice farmer, uh, but he wears many hats. He's a leader in his uh, village and he's able to quickly learn to use the smartphone and take photographs for us and update us on, almost on a daily basis. So we have WhatsApp groups um, and he's able to send us information. Then in the town, in the city of Zomba, we have um, a team of people, uh, Ruth Mumba, she's the executive director. She started off as a volunteer, one of the first volunteers for um, Abundance. And uh, she's there and her sister Grace uh, Mumba is, is, Moyo is also there. And then we have another group of people in Lilongwe. Uh, some of them are my former colleagues. Some of them are, are young people that came attracted with the work that we do and joined us. And then we also have supporters from Outside Malawi, some of our advisors, uh, there's an advisor in the UK, another advisor in Spain, Canada, and then, of course, the co-founders um, and the board members in, in Qatar and India and Lesotho. So there's, there's a lot of team spirit and we keep in touch almost on a daily basis using WhatsApp groups and also um, uh, social media and emails. And we have Zoom calls regularly. So, yeah, technology. It's really helpful. And technology has been key, been vital to the educational opportunities that you've been able to provide in Malawi. And I think that's significant. I think that is really significant. And especially with the, the time in our the world's history that we're living with. But the way that you're putting technology to use, Deepa, is pretty, pretty impressive. May I ask about your own personal journey because as an outsider here I'm observing the story and I'm hearing about some of the things that you've done and and how you've implemented you know your knowledge and your skills and abilities to serve the Malawi people and help them in this way to give back to them how did you find yourself here tell us about your story and how these different parts of who you are have now come together to help and lead in this way? I think I kind of felt something empty after leaving Malawi. And um, also the, the generosity was very touching and I felt this strong need to go back and, and give back to the community. Um, and uh, I think what also drove me to abundance and starting abundance, taking that risk to start an organization when you're actually left the country, was just serendipity. Like there were a number of serendipitous events that happened, which um, kind of gave me the courage and also kind of like a sign that this is the right thing to do. So the first thing when I decided that, okay, I want to go back to Malawi and, and start an organization. At that time, I wasn't working. I had just moved to Eswatini following my husband's job. So I wasn't working or earning. So I used my savings to set up abundance and to buy my air ticket and pay for my accommodation. And funny enough, just after making those payments, two days later, I get an email from my university where I had a scholarship saying that I am eligible for a completion grant because I completed my PhD within a certain period of time. So I'm eligible for an additional grant 
And that amount was exactly the same that I had spent uh, to make my booking to, to travel to Malawi. So it was like, okay, this is uh, crazy, it's bizarre, but it's amazing. And I think I should not worry about how I can uh, do all of this. I think maybe the universe will, will provide for everything. And then the same way um, when I approached my friends, the two friends that flew into Malawi, they were flying into Africa for the first time. So they took the risk and that was so touching and, and, and inspiring. And then I met Ruth, uh, Ruth is the executive director. I just met her on Facebook. I put it in a, uh, in a group, a Facebook group for Zomba City that I'm, I want to come to Malawi and I want to start something new. And she immediately responded. And then we ended up meeting each other and becoming friends. And, and that's how she has been throughout involved very much in abundance and is managing the day-to-day -day operations. Similarly, uh, the co-founders, the three of us, we gave a talk at the University of Malawi. And that's where we, we met Stuart. Stuart is a young graduate from the university and he showed a lot of interest in what we do. And now he's the project and research uh, manager for Malawi and he's doing great. And through the connections with Malawi, we are networked with University of Glasgow under the umbrella of Sustainable Futures in Africa Network. And from that, we are able to get funding to do more work uh, in Malawi, in our village. And Stuart was able to go and do his master's degree. So it's just been a lot of, uh, in, in the University of Glasgow. So he, he did his master's in Glasgow. So all of this just came together serendipitously and um, without a lot of effort. So I think that's what drove us to, to carry on. Okay, I believe everything you said, except the part that there was uh, without a lot of effort. That I don't know. That I don't know, Deepa. I, I, think, I think there was a lot of effort, but I appreciate your heart and uh, how you're describing it there. But I know that there is a lot of work in all of this. I, of course, you're talking about as it started. It's clearly there was something meant to be about all this in your past and prepared you for this. And then this heart that you have for Malawi and the people of Malawi. And there's a good lesson in here, Deepa. And we're not all called to do the same things. We don't all have the same history or skills or assets or tools, but we can all do something. And life is truly an adventure when you start living for something bigger than yourself. When you find a way to put to use the things you know how to do, the things that you know. When you find a way to put those things to use to serve other people and to make seemingly perhaps a small difference, it makes a big difference in your life. And uh, just not to get on my soapbox there or uh, move to preaching, but I hear your story and that just inspires me to, to remind people of that because your story is unique but your story could also be their story in their own way. And it's fascinating to hear how all these things came together. The warm heart of Africa, Malawi. You love Malawi. You love a lot about it. What do you want to see in Malawi's future? I want abundance in the literal sense of, of the word. Uh, abundance 
plenty of food, plenty of job opportunities, just plenty uh, in, in you know that the communities in Malawi can experience. I don't want lack. I don't want poverty. So um, I wish that everybody would have everything in, in plenty and not have to suffer for lack of any resources. So that is the ultimate goal. It, it sounds very idealistic, but I think the world has a lot of plenty that is there in the world, yet we find there's so much poverty, there's so much suffering, and small things that each of us can do can make a difference. And, and it can really impact people's lives and give them a taste of that uh, abundance. Deepa, how can people, listeners, viewers of the program, how could they be supportive of abundance worldwide? What we did initially when we started, we used our own resources, our savings, and we pooled and contributed. Um, and then when we set up the e-learning center, we did a, a crowdfunding on global giving. So we had friends and friends of friends all around the world donating uh, whatever little that they could share. And it actually built up to a substantial amount, over $10,000. And with that, we were able to set up the e-learning center. Then after that, we got some funding from Scottish government, from Climate Justice Innovation Fund to do specific projects and also from World Connect for the rice mill project. But we did have some setbacks, like we bought the rice mill building and then there was a cyclone, Cyclone Eloise that came and the roof got blown out. The building is damaged, so we need to reconstruct it. And uh, we've been raising some money internally to uh, build the uh, building, but we want to um, do another round of crowdfunding through Global Giving. I can share the link. And with that, we'll be able to continue our work in the community. So finish the reconstruction of the rice mill, build a, a new kitchen for the community-based childcare center, uh, stock up our uh, library, the one with books, and also assist in repairing laptops for the e-learning center and holding regular trainings. So just some support to the community that requires longer term uh, funding, we have set up this um, crowdfunding platform in, in Global Giving. So those who are interested can check out our website, our social media pages, and look at uh, the, this Global Giving page and contribute to whichever, whichever project they want to support. Definitely should check them out. And if this has touched your heart in some way today, what would make my day is if you came alongside them and supported them in some way. So look them up online. You can look for abundanceworldwide.org, abundanceworldwide.org, or look for them across social media, Abundance Worldwide, and you'll get to share in the work that they do and consider coming alongside them and help them out. Deepa, tell me, in terms of uh, projects or concepts or things that you're working on, maybe that we haven't already talked about, things that might be on the, the agenda for the future, what comes to mind? 
We also support adolescent girls in making reusable sanitary napkins. Uh, so we have this uh, menstrual dignity uh, project. And uh, so trainings are provided to young, uh, to girls and women on making these, uh, just to make them self-sufficient so that they can make their own uh, sanitary napkins. That is one. Um, we want to also do uh, further trainings uh, in the community uh, and also train the women in business skills. So they are setting up a rice mill but they need to learn how to be smart business women, how to save money, uh, how to keep accounts, how to start a bank account and, and so on. So those kind of trainings are also required. And the youth, the youth has tremendous energy and they utilize the e-learning center very much. Uh, and they're very curious and they want to do a lot of things. So we want to set up a revolving fund for the youth so that they come up with innovative projects Maybe it's entrepreneurship uh, projects or, or something that will generate income for them. So let them come up with that. And we'd like to give from that revolving fund uh, small grants to these uh, youth so that they can start doing projects and generating income for themselves and becoming uh, self-sufficient. We'd also love to plant lots and lots of trees. We set up a tree planting campaign, which was uh, quite popular there, not only at the village, but also outside um, the village in the cities as well of Malawi. People were planting trees and sending us photographs. So we'd love to take that forward. And also as a group, we also need, as, a, uh, as an organization, we need some overhead funding to bring our community, our team members together, to take people on field trips to visit Mbando village, to get Mbando village to go to another village and tell them what they've uh, you know, experienced over the years and what they've been doing over the years and become like a, a smart village that is an example to other villages. So we have a lot of, lot of plans. And um, as, as mentioned, we, we take it slowly and we it, um, grow serendipitously, organically, yeah. Dr. Deepa Pulani-Kaltil is my guest today here on The Edge of Adventure, and she's joining us from Abundance Worldwide, an organization that she co-founded that is working with communities in Malawi in very creative ways, in sustainable ways, and inspirational ways, Deepa. When you think about the people of Malawi and this project that Abundance Worldwide is a part of, what brings you joy? Uh, what brings me joy is the impact stories that I hear from the community. I hear when youth come to me and say that they used the resources in the e-learning center. They saw videos on how to make soap, for example, uh, or how to do welding or how to do an innovative agricultural practice. And they used that knowledge and actually implemented it and, and did it in their real life. And with that, they were able to improve their livelihoods. That gives me tremendous joy. Um, and also the impact, like we were supporting a young girl to supporting her school fees to become a nurse. And she is now a qualified nurse and she's got a job and she's the first nurse from the village. In fact, the first person who has gone for tertiary education. So when you hear stories about that, uh, you know, like this, it's just very inspiring that despite all the odds, despite all the suffering, despite all the challenges, people have that spirit to continue and to improve. 
Um, and that's really endearing. Thank you. Deepa, as we wrap up the show today here on the edge of adventure, what word of advice or admonition would you have for the audience? It doesn't even have to relate to abundance worldwide per se, but what would you tell us today? I would say that don't be afraid to take a leap of faith. Don't be afraid to jump into the unknown and take risks. Because when you try to do that, move out of your comfort zone, take a risk, I think that's where amazing things happen. So please try to follow your heart. Find out what really makes you shine or makes you happy and follow that. Follow your passion. And uh, the, the reward is amazing, is, is really uh, fantastic. My guest today here on The Edge of Adventure has been Dr. Deepa Pulani-Kartil. Pulani-Kartil. Yeah. She's a wonderful person who has had a, you know, a wonderful life that, and she's now able to take all of these things that have, that she's been entrusted with in her own life and then pour them into other people and into other communities. And that, as she has stated, and as I have stated in this show today, that is the greatest adventure. If you're looking for an adventure in life, go after something like that. Take that risk. And don't be afraid. <laughs> or if you're afraid, do it anyway. That's the definition of bravery. But the, your great adventure is waiting on that. And I'm here to tell you, you have been given opportunities, skills, know-how that somebody else needs. And I know a lot of times you think, ah, what do I, what can I bring? Uh, what do I know? That's the wrong kind of thinking because you do know things and you do have skills and abilities that can help others. And my encouragement, and I think Deepa's as well today, is to be about it. And there's a great adventure awaiting you when you do. Deepa, thank you so much. Thanks for being on the show today. Thank you. Thank you, Adam. Sharing some time and, and also letting us get to know Malawi and get to know this heart that you and your colleagues have at Abundance Worldwide. Thank you very much. Again, my guest today, Dr. Deepa Pulani-Kartil, and she's joining us from Abundance Worldwide. She's one of the co-founders, and she's a busy lady doing lots of great things there in Africa and in particular in the country of Malawi. Thank you so much, Deepa. God bless you. We'll be in touch. And again, I just appreciate your time and all that you do. My pleasure. Thank you so much, Adam. My name is Adam Asher, and you've been listening to the Edge of Adventure podcast. To learn more, log on to theedgeofadventure.com. And while you're there, check out the video series where we go off the grid to discover some of the great things people are doing all around the globe to make the world a better place. I call it my search for adventure and purpose. You'll find us on social media too. Just look for the hashtag theedgeofadventure. Thanks for joining us. Always great to have you with us as together we aim to live life for something bigger than ourselves. This is The Edge of Adventure, where we go beyond status quo.